Are you hungry? Bruce, you're making us hungry. I am dining out. You're dining out with Bruce Newberry. You're a food dude. I'm very happy to be here dining out with Bruce Newberry here in Rhode Island. That should be your name, the food dude. Hello again. Welcome to the Tastiest Talk Show on the radio. We're live here in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro. We're here at Dave's in Hoxie, Warwick, Rhode Island even. Yes. And uh, we have so much to talk about today. And everything, everything is working together. We have the planets aligning. We have food in harmony. We're going to talk about one of our messages today is lobster and breakfast. Yes. And uh, who wouldn't like lobster and breakfast? Not me, that's for sure. But we have uh, lobster and we have breakfast. And uh, let me give you a let me give you a brief example here. Hey, what's the matter with lobster breakfast? I'm looking at lobster for nine ninety nine a pound here at Dave's Market. I'm looking at lobster rolls and lobster mac and cheese and lobster grilled cheese. We have lobster a whole bunch of different ways. But let me take a second and just, to my own amazement fill you in on how things work and how things all work together here in the land of the food dude. Now, on my weekday show, which is based in Newport, Rhode Island, as opposed to Newport, Vermont, I was talking to a reality TV personality, reality TV star, if you will. And uh, she, we were chatting. She was in her reality TV reality somewhere in Hollywood and she we were just chatting about this and that and the other thing and uh, her name is Whitney Post and I said uh, so what are your plans for the summer oh well you know we're going to be traveling with the family and we're going to get on the road and just have some fun or we're going to I thought we'd go to Vermont oh hello so I said really so whereabouts in Vermont going to Warren Vermont Wow, sugar bush. Okay, very, very nice. So fast forward a day or so, and in the food news, which we follow quite closely, so you don't have to, I see that a very, very nice resort hotel in Warren, Vermont, at Sugar Bush, has just named a new executive chef. And uh, very, very capable, has a great story to tell. And, of course, you know how I feel about food and wine with the story. Well, it turns out that this chef's story is that he and his wife had established a very successful, quirky, kind of a, an interesting, almost off-the-radar kind of a following for their restaurant in Warwick, Rhode Island. <laughs> so there we go. So we hope to broadcast from the Pitcher Inn in Warren and there in beautiful downtown Sugarbush before the season is uh, over with. Which season is that? Well, I guess I guess the summer season is what we were we would be talking about. But I have the menu from there. Uh, yeah, really interesting story about what is going on here. And then wait, there's another one here. I've spoken several times about our house. And you know our house in Winooski and Plattsburgh. Well, our house happens to have been the most recent winner in the Newport, Rhode Island Great Chowder Cook-Off. 
And we have some news that I'm, well, I'm, I'm still sort of sitting on, but you're going to be able to enjoy the chowder made famous at our house, as well as the mac and the chili and who knows what all, in a lot of places very, very soon. So love to talk about our house and love to go through the our house menu. And on the our house menu is a deep fried PB and J. Now, this is part of the sort of twisted comfort food idea that goes on there at our house. But I have a question. Is it on the brunch menu? It's not officially on the brunch menu, but, you know, we're going to talk during the course of the program today about how people who are in the restaurant business are very seldom, if ever, and almost never in the business of no. No is just not part of the deal. You want something particular, you want something cooked your way, you want something that perhaps is not on the menu, very seldom, if ever, are you going to hear a no. So I'm going to go with that. And then there's, <laughs> you want to talk about never saying no, I want to tell you about the Hungry Man Challenge. Have you heard about this? Have you tried this? This is at the, this is at our house. And it is, um, it is nothing short of formidable, so much so that the challenge is if you can finish it by yourself in 45 minutes, it's free, plus you get an Our House Hungry Man Champion t-shirt, and I assume it's a 2XL. But here it is, the, tw the Hungry Man, a 24-inch skillet filled with two bacon-stuffed waffles, a Dutch pancake, four eggs your way double sausage and Canadian bacon, corned beef sweet potato hash, and your choice of home fries. Yeah, just a little a little snack, right? All that in a 24-inch skillet. And you have to finish it by yourself. You can't invite a family of four. So how about that? I know someone that is probably going to take that challenge. So stay tuned for more of that. But that gets us into an area that is a, a little bit different than our kind of foodie, you know, question du jour kind of thing. Because the whole competitive eating thing is it's an offshoot. It's like it's quite frankly, it's like food television. It's like competitive food television. Different crowd because it's it's a spectacle. And we're just all about the best and that's what we do here every weekend live here in the Broadcast Bistro. And it's nice to be with you. We're going to be tasting today here at Dave's Bambini Tortellini. So I have my red checkered shirt on today. And we're also going to talk about graduation. It is graduation weekend and week all over the place. Congratulations to the class of 2019. And, you know, just like so much else, the best part of the graduation is the food. Where's the party? What are we going to eat? We have some suggestions for you. But I thought tied into the whole graduation and commencement thing, because it is a very nostalgic time, if you think about it. I mean, you know, the, the new class of 2019 is about to get launched upon the sea of life, and we want to find out how they're going to turn out, and we wish everybody the best. But at the same time, we remember when we graduated. And whether you graduated in 2015 or 1915, 
you remember so much about what you did, how things turned out, the promise and the the just the optimism that was around as you received that that sheepskin. Maybe it was a real sheep. I don't know. But you received that diploma and marched across that stage and listened to the speech and went forth from that time and place to change the world or however it was for you. But you remember exactly what it was. And you will sometimes have a reunion and go back and sort of relive those memories and find out that they weren't exactly the way you remembered them, but that's okay. So I thought along those lines, what we would do for our question du jour today, I want you to name for me, whatever state you happen to be in, I don't mean emotional state, I mean state of the United States, your state, what is the oldest restaurant in your state? Do you know? And this seems to be a thread that is around in the food media this weekend because there are a lot of little little nuggets about restaurants that have historical landmarks and milestones that they are celebrating this year in 2019. So I wonder if you can name for me the oldest restaurant in your state. Now, we cover several states plus a province of Canada. Now, I don't know what the oldest restaurant is in Quebec, but I do know what the oldest restaurant is in New York and Vermont and Massachusetts, and Rhode Island, and Connecticut. Uh, Long Island being part of New York, so we're, we've got New York covered. I wonder if you can tell me. Well, we'll ask our friends here at Dave's, and I have, for our friends here at Dave's, we have tickets to a very special supper. And uh, it's the supper that accompanies a movie. It's kind of dinner and a movie, and it's at the Newport Flower Show. Yes. Now, this is going to be a an outdoor, um, semi-outdoor. You'll be in a tent, and you're going to watch a wonderful movie, and you're going to have a box supper, and it's going to be a wonderful event. And it's on the lawn of Rosecliff, so it makes it all seem twice as good. So I have uh, tickets for two, and you get actually four tickets. You need a ticket for your supper, and then you need a ticket for the film viewing. So there's that. Um, and that's uh, Saturday the 22nd. Yes? Saturday the 22nd at the Newport Flower Show. So we're going to give that away to someone here at Dave's today. And uh, I would love for you to email me wherever you are, bruce at brucenewberry.com. And uh, I haven't put this up on the Facebook fan page, but you can message me through the Facebook fan page. Feel free. But it's bruce at brucenewberry.com. May I spell that for you? B-R-U-C-E-N-E-W-B-U-R-Y. The oldest restaurant in your state. So, again, related to the whole uh, class of 2019 kind of thing here, how about a birthday? Is it your birthday? Is it your family's birthday? Is it a family member's birthday? Well, this can be a special occasion on a number of different levels. Maybe you have a week-long celebration. We do that in our house. We hang a banner, and we 
keep the birthday cards out, and it's a week-long celebration anytime anybody in the house has a birthday. Well, I suspect that it was like this for the Imbriglio family back there in Jersey City. These would be the grandparents of Richard Sardella. And the new Imbriglio's uh, Risto Bar and Pizzeria in Newport celebrates the Imbriglio family. It was all about the dough, all about the baking, all about the pizza. And each of the seven Imbriglio's had their own pizza. So, when an imbriglio celebrates a birthday, you get to celebrate two. Now, this week, there were two of them. There was Carlo's. That was just yesterday. And Carlo's favorite pizza is the Bianco. You could call it a four cheese. It's mozzarella, pecorino, parmigiana, rigotta, and parsley, and extra virgin olive oil. On that real, authentic dough, cooked in that real wood oven, according to the Neapolitan tradition. And Ricardo and Briglio wouldn't have had it any other way. Now, earlier in the week, we celebrated Loretta's birthday. Loretta had the margarita pizza. You know how that one goes. The San Marzano tomatoes and the fresh mozzarella, the fresh basil, the Parmigiano Reggiano, the E-V-O-O. Now, the next one won't be for a while. I'll be quite honest with you. Uh, But stop in and find out about it and have yourself one of those authentic pizzas. At Imbriglio's, next to Sardella's at 32 Memorial Boulevard West in Newport. We are in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro How about a retreat to romance? Can I interest you in that? Well, next weekend, we are going to be live at Castle Hill Inn on the famous Ocean Drive in Newport, Newport, Rhode Island, of course. And we are going to have a passport and a retreat to a whole bunch of luxury there at the beautiful Castle Hill. Now, anytime you stay at Castle Hill, your room rate includes a full gourmet breakfast in that beautiful dining room overlooking Narragansett Bay, where so much history has taken place, just yachting and sailing history alone. And you're going to see a lot of it unfold this season with the 12 meters, the America's Cup yachts making their return, as well as some of the future of the America's Cup, the Volvo Ocean Race, or the Ocean Race as it's now called, the Newport to Bermuda Race, the Annapolis Race, so much going on right outside the door at Castle Hill. Oh, not only do you get the afternoon, uh, the full gourmet breakfast, but you get an afternoon tea and free party. It's all at beautiful Castle Hill, perched on the sand dunes of our private beach. It's luxurious. It's Newport. And you can find out more and make your reservations now at CastleHillInn.com. That's CastleHillInn.com. We are live here in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro. You're dining out with Bruce Newberry. Dave's Marketplace is all about the food. People who love to cook love to shop at Dave's Marketplace. People who don't love to cook love to shop at Dave's Marketplace. People who appreciate value and people who appreciate values like honesty and respect. Respect for local growers and local businesses, local providers of better food. Dave's is all about the food. If you ask anyone who shops at Dave's Marketplace, even someone who's just shopped at Dave's once, they'll tell you they expect a little more from their supermarket. But be honest, do you know anyone who's shopped at Dave's Marketplace only once? Dave's Marketplace. Better food, 
Better service. Better people. Everyone who shops at Dave's has a favorite, helpful Dave's associate that they love to brag about. Locally owned and operated since 1969. And Dave's is more than just food with Les Isle Rose, Dave's floral basket and gift shop next to Dave's Marketplace East Greenwich store. Welcome to beautiful Southern Rhode Island. This is your two-minute tourist guide designed to help you make the most of your vacation time here. Whether you go to Block Island to fish, swim, hike, or bike, you'll likely build up an appetite during your adventures. No worry. Block Island Restaurant Week is June 9th through the 14th with restaurants offering special dishes at exceptional prices to delight your palate and your pocketbook. Then dance off those extra calories at Block Island Music Fest June 11th through the 16th. For more details, visit blockislandinfo.com. Take the Jamestown Newport Ferry and skip the bridge. A scenic cruise on Lower Narragansett Bay provides easy access to Newport, Jamestown, Fort Adams, and Rose Island Lighthouse. A round-trip ticket enables hop-on and hop-off as often as you like. Discounted evening specials. Visit your neighboring island for dinner and enjoy the bay and beverages along the way. Reserved departures also available. Go to jamestownnewportferry.com for offers and schedules. Discover Fort Adams. Take a guided tour of America's largest and most sophisticated coastal fortress. Afterwards, browse the Visitor Center gift shop for Newport and historical gifts and military flags and souvenir buttons. Your destination for adventure, learning, and recreation. Now open. Just remember, it's at the Fort and at FortAdams.org. Welcome aboard the Newport Harbor Shuttle, everyone's favorite and least expensive way to get out on the water. Departs from Parati Park, ride all day, hop on, hop off. Stops at Bowen's Wharf, Ann Street Pier, Sail Newport, Fort Adams, and Goat Island. Same low fare, kids under 12 ride for half price. And don't miss Newport's most amazing harbor tour aboard the Amazing Grace. Visit oldportmarine.com for more information. Nantucket, dubbed best island in the world by National Geographic, is 30 miles off Cape Cod's southern coast. The richly historic island, a mere 50 miles square, makes for easy exploration of its living history. At the heart of the island is Main Street, with preserved 18th and 19th century architecture, shops, galleries, hotels, bed and breakfasts, and restaurants. The people of Southern Rhode Island thank you for spending your precious vacation time and money here in our beautiful community. Come back soon. I am Jacques Pepin, uh, here from uh, Connecticut, and I'm here dining out with the Bruce Newberry. Hey, we're going to have a taste of uh, Bambini Tortellini before too long here in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro. It is uh, the tastiest talk show on the radio, your food dude, right here. And uh, we're going back, back into time. What is the uh, oldest restaurant in your state? Well, if you're in Massachusetts, if you're in Connecticut... I can't read my own thing here. If you're in Connecticut, no, it's not that one. I would have uh, guessed it would have been somewhere in Mystic. But um, actually, we're not too far away. Because as old as American Independence is the oldest restaurant in Connecticut. It's the Griswold Inn in beautiful downtown Essex, right there at the at the mouth of the Connecticut, one of the country's longest operating taverns, which actually may give you a clue if you are in the know about one of our other states. 
one of the country's oldest and longest operating taverns. It was commandeered by the British and used as a command center during the War of 1812. It has been serving meals since the very earliest days, located steps from the protected harbor, and uh, it has been a sailing port just forever. The inn retains a nautical theme. It is called, those who are in the know, call it the Grizz. So there we are. So the oldest restaurant in Connecticut, the Griswold Inn. How about your state? Bruce at BruceNewberry.com. We are right here. And uh, let's see here. Um, not sure what this is. Uh, James emails me from um, Vermont, and he says, uh, Bruce, I am from Vermont. The oldest restaurant in Vermont is Ye Old Tavern. That's not the one I have here, James. This is my first time listening to your show, and I love it. Well, we're happy to have you with us listening on the great WVMT AM and FM, and uh, wonderful to hear from you. But we'll have the Vermont entry in this in uh, just a little while. I'm so happy to hear from you. So um, we're at Dave's Marketplace. We're going to continue here. And uh, we, a little later on, are we going to do that now? No, we'll do that afterwards. Uh, we, uh, it was National Donut Day yesterday. Yes. And I know that we celebrated everywhere National Donut Day. And we had uh, just quite a celebration around here. And I know that in your neck of the woods, and it kind of pivots off of the conversation that we had had last weekend here on the program about uh, who makes the best pastry and the question was raised by me is a donut a pastry and I, I think it's a reluctant yes I mean it's its own classification of pastry in the way that I suppose a Danish might be its own classification of pa- pastry but uh, got everybody talking and everybody has their, their favorites and I do have a couple of lists here and I'm going to talk to a donut maker who is proud to be a donut maker, does not hide the fact that he makes donuts. (laughs) We'll talk to him in just a few minutes. But I have, uh, in keeping with our other kind of theme today, and that's that everything ties together, our Spotlight Spirit this week with Alex Allen from Allen's Wine and Spirits. Alex just came back from wine country in California, but not the wine country that you think. And it reminded me, because I've been there a few times, and it reminded me of the wine trail experience in southern New England. Here's Alex. So, Alex Allen, Allen's Wine and Spirits, you're just back from California. I am. It was a a fun trip to uh, Santa Barbara. We hit a couple wineries and a couple uh, wine bars. We spent a lot of our time uh, amongst the grapes. Yeah. Yeah. I love that part of the country, and it's underappreciated for wine as far as I'm concerned. But, you know, it's so interesting. You hear somebody going to California wine country, and immediately you think Napa Valley and, and all of that. But this is a lot different, and there's a lot going on in terms of the environment in terms of the the atmosphere just the conditions and the climate under which those grapes grow so we started in los angeles and traveled north from there so into santa barbara and as you travel further north you actually will reach uh paso robles and into the central coast uh whereas you know our napa trip a few years ago uh if you see bruce on the wall here uh we hit about 14 wineries in five days and, wow and so the, the big guys are up there you know your sure. uh, opus 
one near uh, Silver Oaks Heights, things like that. Um, that's what you really think of in terms of a high-end uh, wine uh, experience in California. Uh, when you're in Santa Barbara or something like that, it's a little more approachable. You know, things aren't as... Uh, uh, expensive one one uh, number one uh, but you'll find uh, you'll still find wines that are uh, quality uh, particularly Pinot Noirs Chardonnays and a lot of these uh, houses in Santa Barbara will have a nice reserve Chardonnay uh, that is usually pretty highly rated uh, the the climate is such that um, they have a lot of cool air coming off off the water there it's actually uh, a lot cooler than you might think it's, oh yeah it really doesn't get above 65 70 degrees this part of the year um, so you're going to have uh, later in the season a lot of hang time for the grapes, a lot of cooling at night, which kind of fortifies the vine, and uh, you'll get some really cool fruit-forward wine from that area. Really impressive, and has been for uh, quite a while. Well, tell us about some of the wines that you tasted out there. One winery we went to directly with the Santa Barbara Winery, which they uh, just started distributing here, and uh, of note was their uh, Pinot Noir, their Chardonnay, the Reserve Chardonnay, and the Syrah that they put out, and Bruce McGuire is the winemaker over there. Uh, it got 92 points of Editor's Choice from Wine Enthusiasts, so Wow. Almost black-looking wine, high alcohol, uh, definitely a food wine, something you'd have with steak, ribeye on the grill kind of thing. So we're talking petite Syrah. Yeah, there is a straight Syrah. Straight Syrah. Straight Syrah. Nice. Syrah. Okay. Black, like a petite Verdot almost. Again, high alcohol, um, great tannic sort of food wine, red wine. Yeah. Really good. What? Where's the alcohol in that? Do you remember? I think it was around 14 and a half. Wow. So you're up there. It's cab country. It's cab country, you know. It's Syrah against a, a warmer weather grape, mm. so you're going to have a a little more uh, alcohol production, in, you know, uh, when it's sitting on the lees. But compare it to either a cab or, you know, I think of that part of the country and I think of Zinfandel. Compare it to those wines. I was just going to say Zinfandel. So Zin grows more predominantly up further north in like Lodi. You get a lot of your bulk Zins up there. Um, but the way that I would describe a Syrah or even a Petite Syrah to a, a novice wine drinker is to think of a Zinfandel. You're getting some black pepper. Again, the alcohol is a little higher. Um, some cabs are like that, but I think... Um, the cab that people think of is a little bit of that jammy vanilla sort of uh, you can drink it on your own almost as a cocktail wine uh, these cabs and these uh, especially up in Napa when you get up there the north part of the valley uh, to Calistoga area those cabs are, are massive right 15% alcohol uh, and, but back down in that area Santa Barbara area the Syrahs Petite Syrahs are kind of be, kind of mimic that uh, big full-bodied reds big black pepper current uh, and high alcohol so great for food Really yep. good. They say that, and I don't know whether this is one of those trends that starts out there or not, but they say the thing to do with those wines is to chill them a little bit. Yeah, you know, you, you'd want them under room temp a little bit, just a little. I mean, mm. I'm talking like throw it in the refrigerator for five minutes. Yeah. Kind of thing. Uh, it'll kind of calm the wine down because when you have all that alcohol, it can really kind of come off as a little hot. Um, so I, I would definitely wouldn't do that. You know, I wouldn't I wouldn't leave it in the refrigerator for 20 minutes or something gotcha. like that. You just want it under room temp, and you're almost mimicking like cellar temp, like uh, 55, 60 degrees, uh, where where most wines are aged. That that 58 degrees roughly. Sure. So, so. Santa Barbara Syrah. Syrah. Yep. And the, again, the Pinot Noirs and the Chardonnays. If you go really to any uh, vineyard or wine bar down there, uh, they'll have some pretty high quality product that is ready to be drank. So where did you bring back on uh, on those? scores for for uh, Pinot Noirs. Even here in the shop, we I think we carry conservatively about 80 or 90 Pinot Noirs at any time wow. from different parts of the world. Uh, but it, when you're talking about Central Coast California, you're, you're really talking about value. So, you, you know, if you're in the 15, even in under range, you're getting usually a 90-point wine. 
good fruit character. We use it a lot in our weddings. Uh, a little secret is uh, Pinot Noir is uh, great for weddings because it doesn't really stain teeth or clothing uh-huh. uh, too too badly. If you're having a Malbec, you're kind of screwed. A pro tip, <laughs> yes. Yeah, I, and I think uh, the other cool thing about Pinot Noir is that um, – you have product that you know from southern france is nice and light and sort of delicate that's around 10 12 dollars and then as you get into parts of burgundy france uh you're you're anywhere north of five hundred dollars a bottle well that's it yeah and particularly volnay romany uh area in burgundy but you don't have to go to france to get those high-end wines tell the story of the high-end wine that you went and kind of uh, went on a went on a mission out there we have a a really great client in newport obviously will remain anonymous but uh a lot of private collectors give us uh, a, a shot at uh, stocking their sellers. Uh, Pinot Noir is great. It'll age for 10, 15 years. Cab will be longer. But we recently were able to source uh, some very hard uh, Calera vineyard uh, Pinot Noir for this client, uh, 24 bottles, which is a very large amount for that vineyard. So we were able to deliver that uh, recently. So Wow. Where is Calera Vineyard? Between uh, Napa and uh, Paso Robles. Gotcha. Yep. yep. And there are, you know, you talk about value priced and, and the wines that come from there being of a, a good value and so on. But that's not to say that you don't find the high end. I mean, just a little bit away from where you're talking about in the Santa Barbara area, you just go a little bit further up to Buellton and areas like that. And you've got a couple of wineries that uh, tend to be, uh, well, they get their price. Places like Jordan. Absolutely. Yeah, Jordan, uh, known for their cab, really, and their Chardonnay. We carry both of those. I think their 2010 vintage we had a few years ago was was like a 94 point or 95 point wine. It was yeah. fantastic. Um, Jordan's great. Uh, and anywhere as you get further north, the kind of stakes are raised a little bit. As you get closer and closer to uh, the San Francisco Bay Area uh, and up into uh, further north into Napa, then you're really talking big, big, uh, sure. big, big dollar stuff. What's your impression now of that area? Because it was the Santa Barbara area was really poised to become kind of the next big area a few years ago. Do you think that that happened? I think there's definitely a trend down there. Um, uh, whereas Napa and, and points north are very established, I think Santa Barbara is up and coming for sure. It'd be a great trip for someone that's getting into the industry, getting into wine. Uh, you're not going to have to spend a, a small fortune to really uh, pop around and try some great wines uh, at a fair price. Uh, so it's a great entry-level trip. Uh, and if you want to get more adventurous, just keep driving north. Hey, no question. Uh, and you know what? It's really not not unlike our wine country here in Rhode Island, because you go right along the shore there at Santa Barbara. There's little uh, seaside restaurants. There's even a place that has exceptional chowder. Absolutely, yeah. So, uh, very coastal town. Uh, you know, it's one of those iconic Californian, uh, you know, very long pier. Yes. Very touristy in that way. Wide boulevards. Yeah, wide boulevards. People, you know, surfing at all times of the year, and it's 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 quite iconic and quite uh, quite nice to just take a trip. A little change of pace from the East Coast, you know. Sure. Uh, the East Coast is always hustle and bustle. That's it. These guys are. On and it. if you want a taste of uh, Santa Barbara, you can come here to Allen's Wine and Spirits. And what do you have on the shelf from Santa Barbara that you? brought back with you figuratively yeah, speaking figuratively yeah we have a few uh, chardonnays and a couple of pinot noirs from that area uh, that um, you can come in and ask our staff just where you're looking to taste from uh, we can point you in the right direction we just got a few uh, chardonnays we're chardonnay heavy uh, chardonnay is uh, is one of our uh, go-to varietals um, so we have some great chardonnays in that area and the central coast so that we have a, a ton of product to try 
Fantastic. All here at Allen's Wine and Spirits with some great expertise. Glad you're back on this coast. Thanks, Bruce. Hey, we are here in the uh, Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro and just uh, looking at uh, a menu and actually kind of getting ahead of myself here for the next segment. And as you know, we do a taste of this and a taste of that. And I do have a taste of the uh, restaurant that I was mentioning, the inn I was mentioning, the pitcher inn in Warren. And uh, so interesting. We're going to talk a little bit about the new chef who actually comes from my home base of Rhode Island. And I have said and uh, told everybody in Burlington and kind of one of the reasons why we're on up there is that there are so many connections between here and there in terms of food ways and not... Not a few, more than a few chefs have made their way from south to north. And uh, this is the latest one, Jacob Ennis, the new chef at the Pitcher Inn. So uh, we'll have a taste of that. But I was looking at looking at the menu at the Pitcher Inn, and it's just wonderful. You can char- start out with a, uh, a, a plate and an assortment and a tasting of Vermont cheeses. And then there's a different Vermont cheese that is in another appetizer. And I was thinking, gee, what if I want to have that in the cheese plate? And it goes back to what we said at the top of the show. You could... I'm sure substitute and no one would say a syllable because we are not in the business of no around here for sure. And, uh, any great restaurateur is never, never, almost ever, if it's at all avoidable in the business of no. Hey, we're in the business of grilling. That's for sure. Maybe that's how you're celebrating your graduation for the class of 2019. Well, you know what I say when you get that grill going, don't forget the gas bars, the Portuguese sausage that belongs on the grill. Gas bars has been making cookouts better in southern New England and uh, in a lot of other places too for 95 years. Gas bars, it's Portuguese sausage. Now, if you love to grill sausages, I'm sure that you've had the brats and maybe you do the red hots and maybe you do the Italian sausage or the kielbasa or the buckies or oh there are just so many well you have not had the whole grilled experience until you get that gas bar sizzling on the grill now gas bar's linguisa is a mild sausage it's full flavored made from lean cuts of quality meats and the authentic natural spices same way that the gas bar family started making sausages in New Bedford Massachusetts back in 1923 and uh, what you'll enjoy is how the linguisa sizzles up how quickly it is all ready for your guests see everybody gets so hungry you always come to a cookout hungry and maybe the main event whether it's uh, oh i don't know a clam bake or whether you're doing a, a big uh, tenderloin or whether you're doing uh, chicken kebabs what have you always takes a little while everybody's hungry people get impatient when they get hungry well this is how to avoid that you make your first course off the grill some great gas bars use the traditional sausage the linguisa dogs if you want it spicy use churis which actually is spelled chirico but it's pronounced churis now it's available at all major supermarkets everywhere within sound of my voice gas bars for 95 years the portuguese sausage that the whole world can enjoy it's a 
Music Summer at robertsmusicri.com. Keep playing. If you're a music student, plenty of opportunities for you to play your music. If you are someone who is gigging out, there are so many opportunities for you. People want to hear your music, so keep playing and tune up with what you need at Roberts. Read, sticks, strings, music, lessons. It's all there all summer long. It's a music summer at robertsmusicri.com or Roberts Musical Instruments in the Quaker Valley Mall. We're here in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro. We're at Dave's in Warwick in Hoxie, and you're dining out with Bruce Newberry. For us parents, the end of the workday signals the beginning of our other full-time job, the care and feeding of our family. When everybody comes home and everybody's hungry, you can smile when you hear those three little words, what's for dinner? Because you know you've got Gaspar's on hand. Gaspar's Linguisa and Chudis, an easy and delicious meal starring your family's favorite. Gaspar's is just what you and your family need after your hard day. Made with lean cuts of quality meats and authentic natural spices, Gaspar's lends a special flavor to so many of your family's favorites. Spaghetti, chili, pizza, sandwiches, omelets, baked beans, soups, so much more. Gaspar's comes in slices, franks, cocktail bites, and the traditional sausage. And Gaspar's linguisa and churis are readily available at all major supermarkets. For all the flavor with less fat and calories, try Gaspar's turkey linguisa and churis. Gaspar's for over 95 years. It's the Portuguese sausage that the whole world can enjoy. We're in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro. Summer starts here at Dave's Fresh Marketplace with everything you need for the grill. All the fresh produce, the fruits and vegetables rolling in. Rhode Island fresh seafood, of course. Summer celebrations start at Dave's with Dave's Catering and Dave's Prepared Food. Pick it up in the store or order online and pick up at your nearby Dave's Marketplace. Dave'sCateringRI.com fast, fresh, familiar. Now this week you can take a big bite out of summer at Dave's with extra lean kebabs for the grill. Georgia butter and sugar sweet corn made from scratch in Dave's Bakery peach slices. And a summer favorite, fish and chips, now available every Friday with Dave's own coleslaw made fresh. Call ahead to place your order. Buy fresh, buy local. We're in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro. Rhode Island Kitchen and Bath will create a dream space you'll love. Award-winning designers will just flat out open your eyes. So make plans to come to an upcoming seminar. And if you'd like to expand your knowledge while getting inspired to change your space, attend the RIKB cooking workshops with instructor and master chef Walter Potenza. The next one is coming up in June. It's all about the sauce. Register today. Space is limited. RIKB.com. There are no bad weather days at Cobb all summer long and the weekend always starts on Wednesday. Don't spend your summer out on 195. The live jazz every Wednesday. What a great tradition. And now martini specials plus the bistro menu. Now that's available every night. Alfresco dining in the beautiful courtyard now through the summer and it's always perfect in the dining room. See? No bad days at Cobb ever. And every weekend the famous Cobb brunch. The one and only Cobb. C-A-V Make reservations on open table. We'll see you at beautiful Cobb. Food do. I'm Lydia Bastianich, and you're dining out with Bruce Newberry.
keep you waiting for a taste of this menu. But I really don't. I mean, usually it's the other way around. You order from the menu and then you have to wait and wait and wait. And boy, the better that the menu description is, the longer the wait sometimes. But this is from the dinner menu at the Pitcher Inn in Warren, where a new executive chef has just started. And he and his wife came from a place in Warwick, Rhode Island called Witchual, <laughs> as in Sand Witch. Witchual. And we wish them the best. We hope to see them soon, Jacob Ennis and his wife. So on the dinner menu is, uh, on the appetizer side of life, is a selection of artisanal Vermont cheeses. And on the kind of charcuterie platter are Mad River Blue, Von Trapp Mount Alice, Shelburne Two-Year Shedder, some honey, a pickle, and crackers. Now, you could also have, or someone else could have, or you could have instead of a mixed green salad with uh, sourdough croutons and radish and shaved Rupert. Now, Rupert is named after Rupert, Vermont. It is a firm yellow cheese. It is made from uh, uh, raw milk from Jersey cows. And you know what? I have to believe if you wanted to maybe have a little of that Von Trapp or Mad River Blue over that, I'm sure they would be more than happy to accommodate you because nobody's in the business of no, as we know. Did you celebrate National Donut Day yesterday? <laughs> How did you celebrate? Well, I have a list of of uh, the donut selections that you posted yesterday, both there and here. And uh, we had a chance, so we celebrated with one of the artisan donut makers from Providence. Providence, along with so much else, uh, the food mecca here in Providence and in Rhode Island is centered around artisanal donuts. And there are several of these places that have kind of popped up, if you will. And uh, one success story is a place called Need Donuts, as in Need the Dough. And uh, we had a chance to speak with one of the founders, uh, Todd Mackey. Todd Mackey, who joins us on the line. Todd, nice to have you with us. Bruce, good morning. Thanks so much for having us. Wonderful to be here and uh, with your, your listeners. Well, it's great to have you with us on National Donut Day. And uh, this is uh, this is terrific. You know, this area is certainly such a food mecca on so many levels, and not the least of which is donuts. We have this whole undercurrent of artisan donut makers around here, and you're you're at the lead. Yeah, no, I mean, we're happy to be. It was, uh, it was always a dream and uh you know my partners adam and brian and i and then of course we have a, an unbelievable team um led by uh, weatherly hunley um you know and, and a number of others but we we uh we always wanted to kind of see this as a feature of the the food foodie landscape and uh, the last few years uh, it's really become real so we're happy to see our donuts now uh entering the local market uh, very much to you down in, in Newport as well. Yeah, well, we are, are definitely right in the thick of it here because Need Donuts are the donut of record at Empire Tea and Coffee. So that is a great place to be, and you're going to make lots of friends as the as the season comes on. I mean, we got plenty of people to enjoy them all year round, but, of course, this is it, and uh, you're going to have people coming in from all over the world enjoying these donuts. When did uh, when did Empire start carrying Need Donuts, Todd? Uh, pretty recently, actually. We uh, So Need, we've just actually moved our production to a kitchen about four times the size 
um, still up here in, in Providence, and uh, you know our process is exactly the same: wholesome ingredients, handmade. Um, but um, but that extra capacity allowed us to uh, to, to reconnect with uh, CJ and, and the team at Empire. Um, you know, we're delivering to all of their locations uh, on the island uh, daily, and they're bringing in a, a wonderful assortment. I think uh, people should absolutely check it out, and, and we will be so happy to hear uh, hear the feedback. Well, yeah, and I I got to know you all when I went and visited your new place and wrote a story about it in the Providence Business News. So uh, very well aware of your new facility over there. It is uh, nothing short. And, you know, I, I, I don't say this because you happen to bring us some donuts this morning, although that doesn't hurt. <laughs> but I, I speak the truth. And it's really a great story where you all had uh, gotten together and were kind of in this food thing, you with the coffee company with Bolt Coffee, and what goes better than coffee is still than donuts. And uh, the the rest sort of was history. Fill the story in for us, Todd, as to how Need got started. Myself and, and Brian Gibb, who, uh, you know, we founded uh, Bolt Coffee years ago. We've worked for many years closely with, uh, with Weatherly as well as Adam, uh, you know, via other, uh, you know, excellent food businesses, uh, namely Seven Stars Bakery. Adam was the general manager for, for many years yes. uh, through the, the, the dawn of that company and into its, um, you know, maturity. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm a I young children. I'm a coffee guy. And uh, I just shared the dream with the, with the others that uh, it would be awesome to have a place where we could bring our families, get you know, donuts that, uh, you know, local ingredients, wholesome ingredients, well-made and something, you you know, when you want to reach for uh, a really special, sweet start to the day, uh, something you can be really proud to, to hold in your hand and, and really is worth stretching for. So, you know, we, we got together, we, you know, wanted to share in uh, the project, share in, in the, the challenge. And uh, so we started the business uh, just at the end of 2016 and, and opened up our first location in downtown providence uh in the financial district at uh 32 custom house yeah excellent and uh, we'll continue with todd in our next hour here on the tastiest talk show with the food dude here hey remember i promised you breakfast and lobster breakfast and lobster at panera breakfast and lobster really Yes, and summer corn chowder, too, back at your Panera Bread Bakery Cafe, along with new cold brew coffee and breakfast wraps. Oh, how about this one? This one caught my eye. Maple glazed bacon, scrambled eggs, cheese in a wrap. That's a wrap. Strawberry poppy seed salad. Lobster rolls for breakfast, of course. Lobster mac and cheese. And it can all be delivered. Just visit PaneraBread.com, PaneraBread Bakery Cafes in Massachusetts, Rhode Island, and Connecticut, owned by the Holly Bread Group. Well, we were at the Blue Plate last weekend, of course, along with you, I hope, and I hope you'll stop in soon. And if you're visiting Newport, stop in at the Blue Plate, make it your starter, 
for all-day brunch. You can certainly stop in any time. There's a new menu with a lot of seafood, local Rhode Island seafood, including lobster, <laughs> the lobster mac and cheese, the lobster Benedict. You see, it all ties in together at the Blue Plate Diner. It's the place where everybody comes to open the eyes and uh, to get things started off right. And it's a diner which is something very, very special because you walk into the diner and everyone knows before long, they know how you like your coffee, where you like to sit, what you like to watch on TV. It's an amazing thing. And it really means that you have to stop in more than once. What's the matter with that? At the Blue Plate Diner for the all-day brunch. Stop in soon. You always find me at the end of the counter. But there's plenty of room for you in the booths. And uh, there's even a private dining room. So think about having a breakfast or lunch meeting at the Blue Plate Diner. The finer diner at 665 West Main Road in Middletown. Middletown, Rhode Island, of course. And uh, visit BluePlateDiner.com. Follow Blue Plate Diner on Facebook. Download the app. Lots and lots of things waiting for you at the Blue Plate. We're in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro. We're here at Dave's in Warwick, Hoxie, today with uh, Bambini Tortellini, which should be rolling out any minute now. You're dining out with Bruce Newberry. One of my favorite parts about dining out at Perella's Ristorante in Warren is listening to Lou's stories behind some of his favorite menu items and yours. A very good friend of mine, Dan Jackson, who owned Pete and Flo's down in Island Park, put his red seafood special in and I put my red seafood special in. The pasta challenge, I won. He came in second and that's how we became friends. But 10 years later, Dan finally shared his recipe for that Little Necks clam sauce. It has fresh mushrooms. Mushrooms, baby shrimp, has regular shrimp, charisse, which is a big part of it. So it makes known it pop. throughout the East. Yeah, yeah. It makes it pop. And the Northern Exposure is one of our weekend special board specials right on our menu regularly. Ask for the Northern Exposure with a little story on the side. At Perella's Restaurante, 311 Medicom Avenue in Warren, Rhode Island, 401-245-0150. Make sure you mention you heard Bruce Newberry talking about Perella's Restaurante. Hi, my name is Rick Sylvia. I'm the specialty food buyer here at Dave's Marketplace. Our job is to go out and find those healthy items for our customers. One of the largest growing trends is gluten-free items. So here at Dave's Marketplace, what we've done is we've gone out and found as many of those items as possible for our customers. They have to be gluten-free. One of the reasons I love Dave's is because you have so many things that I can eat. We've increased the uh, number of non-GMO items every week in our stores. The old saying goes, music is the food of love. If you're a music lover, Robert's Music R.I. is the place you should be. If you've rediscovered your music, if you're a professional, if you have a music student in your home, you and they will love Robert's Music. Instruments, rentals, repairs, supplies, lessons, 18 teachers specializing in the instruments they teach. Music educators rely on Robert's. So can you. RobertsMusicRI.com Robert's Musical Instruments in the Quaker Valley Mall. Right now, if you visit 15pointroad.com, that's 15pointroad.com, you're going to see a button that's going to put you in a summer mood. It says lunch menu coming soon. That means lunch on the deck. Well, the deck is open right now on a weather-dependent basis for dinner. So if it's a nice late afternoon, early evening, sit out there on the deck, have a drink. You can get a great lobster roll right now, or maybe a caprese salad. That'll put you in a summer mood. Of course, the 15 Point 
road menu is traditional and strongly influenced by the local bounty. There are wonderful eclectic house specialties that you're going to enjoy. Why not just spend your late afternoon, early evening with a Bartlett Pear pizza? Bartlett Pears, arugula, and a fig balsamic reduction. Fresh seafood, of course. Island Park in Portsmouth. The address is the same as the name. Reservations at 683-3138. Make sure you mention you heard Bruce Newberry talking about 15 Point Road. Food do. I'm Tiffany Faison, and you're dining out with Bruce Newberry. Some of you uh, a couple of minutes ago just heard uh, from Lou Barella, and we're going to hear more from Lou because the clam bake is next weekend. I just realized Father's Day is a week from Sunday, a week from tomorrow. I don't know why I'm so stressed about it because I'm going to get the presents. <laughs> so I, if there are any, right, alleged presents. So I don't know why I'm so stressed. Maybe I'm nervous for you. You know, you have to go shopping for for dad or whoever, you know. But anyway, would you like to bring dad to a clam bake, a real clam bake in Warren, Rhode Island? We've been talking about the other Warren for a while here this hour. It's next weekend, and Lou will be with us again. If you haven't heard the description and uh, what goes into the clam bake, everything has a purpose in the clam bake. It is more than contraption cuisine. It's it's purposeful cuisine, and it's it's. Definitely, uh, definitely uh, a thrifty Yankee type cuisine because everything, nothing goes to waste. Anyway, more on that in a minute. How many ways can we have lobster? Well, some of you just heard an announcement a few moments ago for the lobster roll at 15 Point Road on the deck. Oh, by the way, we're going to talk to uh, we're going to talk to Sean Smith. About the deck at 15 Point Road. We're in the dining room, but we're going to be out on the deck before long, and you can be too. So there's a lobster roll there. The Marina Pub on Goat Island, a place to go for Newport chowder and a lobster roll. There's Lobster Mac and Lobster Grilled Cheese at our house. So you don't have to be within a couple of hundred miles of a, of a shoreline to have lobster. It is that time of the year. Bruce Newberry, Food Dude, Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro. We've been talking about the oldest restaurant in every state. What is your view? Bruce at BruceNewberry.com. Try the Bruce Newberry Facebook fan page. B-R-U-C-E-N-E-W-B-U-R-Y. Bruce at BruceNewberry.com. In Massachusetts. I'll bet you know this one. No, maybe you don't. It is. It's a house. Were you going to say the Parker House? Union Oyster House. Yes. 1826. From Daniel Webster, who is said to have been able to eat multiple plates of oysters in one sitting for lunch, washed down with a brandy, to an up-and-coming John F. Kennedy, a who's who of New England, have walked through the door of the Union Oyster House to eat oysters in a building said to date back to the early 1700s, which already had something of a past before it became a restaurant. Now, 
the words get very, very carefully chosen here. One measures one's words when we're talking about the historic restaurants like this. Now, listen to this description. This is uh, from foodandwine.com, by the way. This is the oldest continuously operating restaurant in America. Now, the words that are chosen are very, very carefully chosen. So before you email me in a fit, let me repeat that. The Union Oyster House is described as the oldest continuously operating restaurant in America today. There we go. An exile French king, Louis Philippe, is said to have lived upstairs for a time, but that was before it became an oyster house. So there's that. So we'll have, uh, we have a couple more states to go here, uh, not the least of which is uh, our, our home states. So there's certainly time for your guess, and we'll uh, ask our friends here at Dave's as well, and we'll give away supper and a movie at the Newport Flower Show as we go along here. One of my favorite parts about dining out at Perella's Restaurante in Warren is listening to Lou's stories behind some of his favorite menu items and yours. A very good friend of mine, Dan Jackson, who owned Pete and Flo's down in Island Park, put his red seafood special in and I put my red seafood special in. The pasta challenge, I won. He came in second and that's how we became friends. But <laughs> 10 years later, Dan finally shared his recipe for that Little Necks clam sauce. It has fresh mushrooms. Shrooms, baby shrimp has regular shrimp. Charisse, which is a big part of it, so it makes it known pop. throughout the East. It yeah. makes it pop, and the Northern Exposure is one of our weekend special board specials right on our menu regularly. Ask for the Northern Exposure with a little story on the side at Perella's Restaurante, 311 Medicom Avenue in Warren, Rhode Island, 401-245-0150. Make sure you mention you heard Bruce Newberry talking about Perella's Restaurante. Here's a healthy tip from Newport Hospital. When it comes to your diet, not all fat is bad. Healthy fats such as olive oil can be good for you. Olive oil contains mostly monosaturated fat, which can help reduce bad cholesterol and lower your risk of heart disease. Olive oil makes insulin work better, helping lower the risk of type 2 diabetes. And the compounds in extra virgin olive oil may decrease blood pressure and inflammation. Using olive oil for cooking and salad dressing is a healthy move. Brought to you by Newport Hospital. Are you hungry? Bruce, you're making us hungry. I am dining out. You're dining out with Bruce Newberry. You're a food dude. I'm very happy to be here dining out with Bruce Newberry here in Rhode Island. That should be your name, the food dude. Hello again. Welcome back to the Tastiest Talk Show on the radio. We're live here in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro, and we're here at Dave's in Hoxie getting ready for... The class of 2019 and the big party, the summer celebrations. I mean, this is part of it, right? Graduation, of course. So whether it's a deli platter that you might need, freshly made, whether you like the pinwheels or the domestic charcuterie type stuff or all imported, Dave's will do it for you. If you're looking for full-service catering, very easy to do, davescateringri.com. And uh, anything that you can imagine from uh, just about all of the elements of a full clam bake to a sit-down dinner, you're going to have an unforgettable event. And why not for the class of 2019? And we wish the class of 2019 all of the best. 
So we're kind of uh, being a little nostalgic as we do at this time of the year. You know, whenever you graduated, whatever year it was, you get a little, a little wistful and you remember when it was you walking across that stage and getting that diploma and all that. And maybe, although I don't, maybe you remember where you went and what you had to eat afterwards. No, I was not a food dude then when I received my diploma in either, uh, either time. So I'm out on that. I'm no different than anybody else. But you remember getting the thing and, and all that stuff. So you remember and you go back and you have reunions and things like that. And so it is in that spirit that we're looking for the oldest restaurant in your state. And we cover multiple states here. So we're doing the oldest restaurant in New York, yes, the state of New York, in Vermont, in Massachusetts, in Rhode Island, in Connecticut. That is our footprint. I, I know we reach Quebec, but I don't have the <laughs> food wine didn't do the oldest restaurant in Quebec. So uh, there you go. But here's what we have so far. We have gone to Massachusetts, and it's the Union Oyster House. And we've gone to Connecticut for the Griswold Inn. Uh, we did have one incorrect guess on Vermont. We'll have that for you. We'll have uh, Rhode Island and uh, New York, too. So we'll get to all of that stuff. We're sampling Bambini Tortellini, you know, the little tortellinis. And so good. It's one of those really memorable type uh, summer type dishes. You know, a, a tortellini salad. Sure, it's pasta salad, but, you know, you put it together with the, uh, the mozzarella that comes in the little balls and some of the cherry tomatoes and toss it with some Italian seasoning or it could be even some other types of spice. You ever had uh, that type of a salad with Cajun spice? Oh, my. Well, Dave's or a great caterer for you would do it. And we happen to be at Dave's, which is the best. And that's why we're here. But in the meantime, another type of a summer celebration, of course, is a clam bake. We've got one scheduled for next weekend. Yes, Father's Day is next weekend. Do you believe it? <laughs> Lou Perel is getting ready, and you're invited. We're all over the place. The world is our playground. We got the message that you were in uh, Vermont, in Montreal. Yes, so we want to invite everybody all over our uh, area to come to Warren, Rhode Island on Father's Day for a big clam bake. Yeah, we're having our annual, uh, well, this is actually our second annual, but uh, it went over so well last year, we decided that we're going to do it again on Father's Day. It's, yes. You know, the day for dad and uh, we had Captain Vinny and uh, the fire chief Al Gallinelli, who's uh, everybody knows and been in this town for years and years and come down as the bake masters. And right. uh, we're going to do it right here at the restaurant this year. We did it on an offsite location last year. But mm -hmm. It was just, you know, crazy. Now, where are you going to have the, the pit? Because you're going to kind of dig out a little bit. Don't yeah. You? Well, we'll put it back where the shells are. Oh, okay. We got the rocks on my wife's lawn right now, so I don't even <laughs> know if she's she hasn't complained yet, so I'm sure as soon as she sees the, the rocks, but... Captain, now, you had to have special rocks. Like, yeah, and, Captain Finney knows which rocks, and he was going by Swansea Golf Course where they're digging yes, for the put the new pools I in, saw that. and he pulled in, and he said, oh, can I... 
look at the rocks. And they said, he said, can I take a few of them? <laughs> you can take all, all of you them. want. Yeah. You're helping us out. But it has to be a particular kind of rock that's fairly porous. Right. That absorbs the heat and will hold the heat. And then, you know, once the, it, it's, it's the funniest thing because once the clams open and I mean, all the liquid just gushes right. out of the clams. It's unbelievable. And uh, hits the rocks and the rocks crack and, and you can't use them twice. It's not like you can use them time after time. It's I never like, knew that. You told me that we were talking about yeah. that before. It's an amazing thing. But every part of that every part of what goes into the clam bake I mean there's a lot of things that go in the rocks the weed the canvas but it all plays a part it all you're right it does and you know last year the chief was saying to me you know see the steam in the back well you know watch watch the steam and I'm looking I'm looking I'm saying where's the steam where's the steam I mean you know they're so used to being able to see it it's sure. like going to forge for wild mushrooms you That's know once right. you find one you know what you're looking you're for you're a forager so you know you yeah. know what you're talking about that's an excellent example so hey so the, the steam came up and then the, the liquid dropped and i was like what the, what's that what's that i was like i thought something happens no oh, no no that's what that's what, that's what we wait for so that's, that's why when you go to a clam bake that's why you have horseshoes and baseball and all of this stuff because right. you're waiting and also right. beer you're also waiting for just that to happen and it takes its time and it happens in its own time yeah i mean i mean it happens quickly it's like four 45 minutes once they put that tarp on and then the you know they seal it all around and you know you'll see the tarp start to expand on top and then you know as the steam escapes on the bottom then it'll just drop and that's when you see all the liquid so you get out. steam from actually two sources because again everything has a purpose you don't just use any run-of-the-mill seaweed you have to use no, the rock, rock weed, weed yeah. that has these sort of leaves that's not what they're called they're like yes. little polyps yes. filled with seawater and when they, you know, you put that goes over the whole thing. And and so that's where the first part of the steam comes and that starts to cook everything. And then, as you say, those clams open up and they burst forth. You don't, you don't season these things. We we're talking about pretty fancy ways to do clams on the grill a little while ago, the way that some of these chefs do. And, you know, you put them on the grill, you open up, you put the compound butter and the chili right. and the tomatoes and all of this stuff. This is not that. No. They're loaded into the big bags and there are hundreds of them. Yep. And and then they open up in their own time and all of what is contained within, except for the meat, comes gushing out, all the water and the salt and everything. And that makes more steam. That and that's what you're talking steam. about. And, and then, you know, like I said, 45 minutes, it's done. And when it's time to eat, they serve. And, yeah. you know, it's... It, it, and it's so good. And, and you have to have... So you have the clams in there. And then... Now, there's a, there's a school of thought here. Some clam bakes have lobster... Some don't. Right. I mean, no, we don't do the lobster. And but it's a clam bake. It's a, right. There's a whole lobster bake thing that goes on. But it's, you have your clams. You have your hot dog. You have a hot dog. You have charisse. I get my uh, buckwurst, which is a yes. East Bay thing from Central Falls Provisions. They make up the buckwurst for us because I've tried making them myself, and it's just so much work that I. You it's know, almost like a broth, is it not? Yeah. Yeah. It's a white sausage. It's a, it's a, yeah, it's a veal, and it's yeah. got milk in it and 
but they do such a wonderful job with it that you know for me to have to try to make enough for a hundred people it's you know well sure yeah we could do a whole show on different kinds of summer sausages I mean you know we're partial to the linguisa and the chorizo around here but you know the buckwurst which is a as you say it's it's a it's an East Bay Rhode Island type of a thing it's a, a relative of the bratwurst that uh, might be to make them. and is that was that right that's where they yeah that's in, and then there's there's the soggy which is the Rhode natural Island casing, natural casing hot dog, hot dog and but, that's what we use a soggy uh, oh yeah we have to have a we have to have that show I think we've got a show scheduled on uh, on we have a show scheduled on sausage and we'll have to do a show now I was just looking at that cheese menu from that inn we have to do a show on Vermont cheese actually I think I said that one of the first weekends we were on in Vermont but uh, anyway uh, Two four five zero one fifty is the number to call at Perella's if you want to make a reservation for that clam bake, and it's next weekend. But we're going to try to give away tickets for the Saturday evening box supper and movie at the Newport Flower Show. And uh, here to uh, talk with me are a very very nice couple. What are your What are your names? My name is Pauline. Hi, Pauline. Will. Hi, Will. Will and Pauline. Pauline and Will. Now, Pauline, you're from Fall River. That's correct. Yes. Yes. And Will, you're from New York. Yeah, Albany, New York. You're from Albany. Okay. All right. So we're actually about to do the oldest restaurant in New York. What would you say in the state of New York? I'll tell you what, where where in the state would you say the oldest restaurant in the state might be whereabouts in the state of New York would you say I would probably say in the Adirondacks in the Adirondacks interesting you wouldn't say New York City I don't like New York City well who does but (laughs) (laughs) if you were on Jeopardy would you say no Alex I don't like that and take the million dollars actually people say it was the Francis Tavern in New York City but it wasn't there's a restaurant that's older than that. It's in Rockland County, and it's called the 76 House in Tappan, as in the Tappan Z. But you, oh, wow. you and I, Pauline, actually had a nice discussion, and it was a better, it was a better contest. You're from Fall River, correct? Right, Massachusetts. So, yep. which is older, Newport Creamery or Friendlies? And you said, I said Friendlies, and you were correct. Yep. There you mm-hmm. go. <laughs> Friendlies started in 1935. Uh, in fact, one of the brothers just passed away. He was in his late 90s, but the other one's still alive, and he's 102. Wow. So ice cream must be oh, that's the my secret. Favorite. There you go. You're going to live a long and happy life, Paul. <laughs> See that? Uh, Newport Creamery started in 1940. All right. So, so there you go. So we're going to send you to uh, the Newport Flower Show for the Saturday evening box supper and a movie on the lawn at Rosecliff. And you can get into the flower show in the evening as well. Oh, so that'll be so on the twenty second. That's wonderful. And it's nice to talk to both of you. It was nice talking to you. Thank great, great pleasure. Thanks for uh, being here. And uh, what now? What brings you to Dave's today here in Hoxie? Well, I had to buy some chicken because I'm going to cook out tomorrow. Beautiful. All right. What's the occasion? Graduation? Uh, no, just just a, a gathering. Get together with my brothers. Very yeah, nice. That's yeah. the best kind. All right. Yeah. Don't forget yeah. the gas bars. Pick up some gas bars, linguisa. Put that okay, on the grill we'll too. That. Good right. to see Thank you. Thanks very, very much. And that's a taste of what's going on here at Dave's and uh, a taste of what's going on at the cookout. So don't forget that gas bars for the grill, the Portuguese sausage that belongs on the grill. It sizzles up nice and hot and quick. Now, I didn't get into it with Pauline, but you know, waiting for that chicken to cook, it's going to take a little while. Everybody's going to be standing around. Everybody's going to be hungry. So get some gas bars going first. It cooks up so quickly on a good hot grill, ready in no 
no time, and your guests and your family are going to be so happy. And you will be, too, with a new taste for the grill. Hey, nothing new to us. We've been cooking out with gas bars. Well, not all of us, but people have been cooking out with gas bars around southern New England for 95 years. Gaspar's, the Portuguese sausage that the whole world can enjoy. Well, we are at Dave's Marketplace here in Warwick, Rhode Island. We are booking locations for summer and for fall. So wherever you happen to be within sound of my voice, we'd love to come and hang out at your restaurant or inn or food event. Hey, we'll come to your backyard. Just email bruce at brucenewberry.com, B-R-U-C-E-N-E-W-B-U-R-Y. We'll give you all the details and uh, we hope to see you soon here on the Tastiest Talk Show on the radio. You're dining out with Bruce Newberry. Welcome to beautiful Southern Rhode Island. This is your two-minute tourist guide designed to help you make the most of your vacation time here. Whether you go to Block Island to fish, swim, hike, or bike, you'll likely build up an appetite during your adventures. No worry. Block Island Restaurant Week is June 9th through the 14th with restaurants offering special dishes at exceptional prices to delight your palate and your pocketbook. Then dance off those extra calories at Block Island Music Fest June 11th through the 16th. For more details, visit BlockIslandInfo.com Take the Jamestown Newport Ferry and skip the bridge. A scenic cruise on Lower Narragansett Bay provides easy access to Newport, Jamestown, Fort Adams, and Rose Island Lighthouse. A round-trip ticket enables hop-on and hop-off as often as you like. Discounted evening specials. Visit your neighboring island for dinner and enjoy the bay and beverages along the way. Reserved departures also available. Go to JamestownNewportFerry.com for offers and schedules. Discover Fort Adams. Take a guided tour of America's largest and most sophisticated coastal fortress. Afterwards, browse the Visitor Center gift shop for Newport and historical gifts and military flags and souvenir buttons. Your destination for adventure, learning, and recreation now open. Just remember, it's at the fort and at fortadams.org. Welcome aboard the Newport Harbor Shuttle, everyone's favorite and least expensive way to get out on the water. Departs from Parati Park, ride all day, hop on, hop off. Stops at Bowen's Wharf, Ann Street Pier, Sail Newport, Fort Adams, and Goat Island. Same low fare, kids under 12 ride for half price. And don't miss Newport's most amazing harbor tour aboard the Amazing Grace. Visit oldportmarine.com for more information. Nantucket, dubbed best island in the world by National Geographic, is 30 miles off Cape Cod's southern coast. The richly historic island, a mere 50 miles square, makes for easy exploration of its living history. At the heart of the island is Main Street, with preserved 18th and 19th century architecture, shops, galleries, hotels, bed and breakfasts, and restaurants. The people of Southern Rhode Island thank you for spending your precious vacation time and money here in our beautiful community. Come back soon. We're in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro. Summer starts here at Dave's Fresh Marketplace with everything you need for the grill. All the fresh produce, the fruits and vegetables rolling in. Rhode Island fresh seafood, of course. Summer celebrations start at Dave's with Dave's Catering and Dave's Prepared Food. Pick it up in the store or order online and pick up at your nearby Dave's Marketplace. Dave's Catering, RI.com. 
fast, fresh, familiar. Now, this week, you can take a big bite out of summer at Dave's with extra lean kebabs for the grill. Georgia butter and sugar sweet corn made from scratch in Dave's Bakery peach slices. And a summer favorite, fish and chips, now available every Friday with Dave's own coleslaw made fresh. Call ahead to place your order. Buy fresh, buy local. We're in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro. Hey, this is Emeril Lagasse. You're dining out with Bruce Newberry. Bam! We are here in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro. Broadcasting live here at Dave's in Warwick, Warwick, Rhode Island, Hoxie. Hey, uh, the same weekend as the uh, Newport Flower Show that I was just uh, sending our friends off to. Uh, and uh, there is a minor festival in Burlington, the Burlington Wine and Food. I think if you're a big enough festival that uh, you can just call yourself wine and food without the word festival. That tells you something right there. And it is going to be a lot of wine and a lot of food and a lot of restaurants, sample cuisine from a whole bunch of places, including our house, including Butch and Babes and Hen of the Wood and Pauline's. We love Pauline's, of course, on WVMT. And uh, so, so many more. My gosh, the Essex. Uh, they're gonna be a, there's going to be a very, very special brunch at the Essex. And much, much more. The wines, oh my gosh, they go on and on and on and on and on. Many local wines uh, from Vermont. And, of course, experts like uh, the folks at Daedalus are going to be right there with you. And another connection. We've been doing connections on this show today. I'm not sure why, really, but uh, we just kind of fell into this thing that everything is just moving in a circular direction in all of our area here within Sound of My Voice. And one of the folks who are, is uh, a food, what do they call this, food and spirit participant in Burlington Wine and Food is Fortuna's. And Fortuna's and I go way, way back because the Fortuna family started out in Westerly, Rhode Island, making sausages. And they make a specialty sausage. Again, we've got to have a we've got to have a sausage show before the grilling season is over. I know there's no such thing as a real grilling season, is there? Uh, you grill year round, but Fortuna, the Fortuna family in Westerly, Rhode Island, started making this this sausage, and it's a an artisan sausage, kind of a uh, what might be called a peasant type sausage, you know, called soupy which some call soppressata, but some say soupy is different than soppressata. But anyway, we're old friends, the Fortunas, and then uh, the uh, the family, the next generation, kind of left Rhode Island and uh, set up shop in Vermont several years ago and are doing wonderfully well. So they're going to be part of the whole thing. It's all out there in the streets on the weekend of, uh, actually, it's the Sunday of June 22nd. So two weeks from tomorrow at Waterfront Park. So there is that. All right. We are headed for the deck. 
at 15 Point Road with Sean Smith. Here in the spotlight at 15 Point Road, it's Sean Smith. Hi, how are you? I'm good. We have exciting things to talk about. The deck is reopening. It's another great season out on the deck on 15 Point Road. Oh, yeah. Deck's open. They're ready to go. We had a, actually had a good crew out there last night. Uh, you know, as the evenings uh, warm up, it's uh, it's really a great spot. Overlooking the busy Tiverton Harbor and this whole river and bay where just it's so active. It's a completely different side of the ocean state we think of you know swimming and fishing and things like that well there's so many pleasure crafts and so many people just having a a good time i really enjoy the times when we can come out here and sit on that deck and just watch everybody having fun and and maybe one of these days we'll jump in and have fun with them (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's really cool spot i mean it's uh you're right there's a lot of activity there's a uh, if you sit out there for lunch you can see uh they count the clams right down there on the dock and then after they're counted sometimes they bring them up to the back door here at the restaurant yeah and um and you know it's a pretty neat scene they're doing some work on the old stone bridge they're uh making it into kind of like a uh, jetty um which is an improvement and a little nicer to look at so that's exciting it is always great to take it all in over a great lunch from the 15 point lunch menu when we mention those clams that find their way to the back door here and we uh, have a couple of ways for you to enjoy those and not the least of which is the chowder and of course the 15 point stuffies. Oh yeah, those stuffies. See, I think I've said it before. Everyone's mother and grandmother has a stuffy recipe, so they always compare it to that. So you better make a good stuffy if you're going to put it on the menu. <laughs> well, let's go through the description here. We have our signature stuffing. Yeah, so uh, the description's kind of um, signature stuffing. with uh, We serve it with the garlic butter and then the sriracha. Yes. Um, uh, the, the, the chef uh, won't, you know, of course I have the recipe in our little um, the vault. In the vault, but that's a about as far as it'll get um and uh but what's great is that you serve it with the garlic butter and the sriracha and you really want to make sure that you have both with this stuffy it really adds to the enjoyment it's really delicious matter of fact we actually did we got that recipe from a chef who gave it to us he used to own a restaurant called the Kohog company oh yeah uh on uh right there There were a few of them around there was one in newport and then there was one in north kingstown yeah a very big one in north kingstown and um he worked here for a time and we begged him because it was the best stuff we ever had and he, he finally caved in so I got to give credit where uh, credit's due Tim Smith we love Tim Smith he's uh, one of the great he guys knows, we yeah. we remember him sure uh, and remember the Quahog company too well terrific and then we have of course the great chowder here at 15 Point Road the chowder uh, amazing chowder he does such a good job with his soups um, it's all homemade from scratch a lot of times uh, we have tons of people who say it's, it's really the best chowder they've ever had and proud of that and of course you can do it up rhode island style with some clam cakes yep we have clam cakes we have uh seafood stuffed clam cakes uh wow all of which can be enjoyed on the deck or here in the dining room so you've got the view you've got the great company you've got all of what is going on out there in the uh, harbor and uh, of course we have lunch now when officially does lunch get underway here sean uh, lunch starts uh june 13th that's yeah, that's this Thursday, Father's Day weekend. Mother's Day used to be the go out to eat day, but uh, every Father's Day it seems to be busier and busier. I guess people aren't uh, grilling as much, so we're, we'll be open for lunch. And um, the weather, uh, you can't tell yet, but um, we'll be open. Yeah, and you know this menu, this lunch menu, I have to say, as a dad, is very dad friendly. I mean, 
mean, it's mom friendly and everybody's going to love it. But there are some particular things that dad might go for. There's fish and chips. There's the great fritter basket. I never miss the fritter basket when I come out here on the deck. No, there's the Eugene burger named after my father. Great. As a matter of fact, when I was uh, 10 years ago, I bought the restaurant and uh, my parents weren't exactly thrilled. But I told my father that he'd have a bur- uh, you know, something named after him and, and his eyes lit up and he was on board ever since. Well, is that if that is what it takes, then, you know, that's a secret to successful uh, family business organizing. Fantastic. And we've always wondered who Eugene was, actually. And it's one of those questions that has always come up on the menu at 15 Point Road. Who is Eugene in the Eugene Burger? And it's Sean Smith's dad. That's a great bit of table talk. That's it. That's it. And we have one after my mom on the dinner menu. Uh, speaking of the lunch, it has it, it's not as extensive as the dinner, but it is expanded. Um, so there's a lot of choices for everybody. There really is. And, you know, we're kind of seafood centric here in our chat here at 15 Point Road. But you can definitely have whatever you like. There is a chicken and there are uh, there's a burger and some soup choices, great salads. And so there's something for everybody. Yep, that's right. Yep. And, and if there's nothing on there, it, the chef makes everything to order. So yeah. Chef Maitland does anything. Uh, you know, I don't, we, we never say no. So uh, that's it. We are not in the business of no around here at 15 Boy Road. No question. 100 percent. So whether you're starting out with uh, the chowder, the clam cakes, the fritter basket, and of course, everybody has to have at least one lobster roll for it to be summer. Absolutely. Absolutely. Old school bun, right? Yes. On the old Very carefully sourced bun, as we've discussed. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. It's uh, nothing. We're not trying to reinvent anything. It's the it's a classic lobster roll, and it's um, chock full. Right. And uh, the lobster supplier, of course, is right across the way here. That's right. We have a couple people uh, that we deal with that are local, and they literally get the, the lobsters like an hour before you come in. Oh, fantastic. And you know one thing that is not to be missed, and it is served with the lobster roll, it's served with the fish tacos, it's served with the Eugene burger and the fritter basket, is that vegetable slaw. Yeah, the vegetable slaw and uh, the pasta salad. Yeah. It's just uh, it's just awesome. He's got a great recipe. Well, it looks like we're all set to have a great summer on the deck here at 15 Point Road, Sean. That's right. Yep, yep. Lunch Thursday through Sunday, 1130 to 3, uh, and then uh, dinner um, all week all week long so bring dad bring everybody spend some time on the deck we're about to embark on the season don't miss a minute of it at 15 point road and make sure you see carly smith and sean smith they are here all the time great to see you great to see you looking forward to seeing everybody and that is a taste of what is going on on the deck and in the dining room at 15 point road the address is the same as the name island park in portsmouth 6833138 next weekend we are at Castle Hill Inn, another rather prestigious restaurant and hospitality address, 590 Ocean Drive, Newport, Rhode Island, luxurious Newport accommodations. All room rates include full gourmet breakfast, afternoon tea, and parking. More than memories included, but you can certainly make a few of them. Now, there's the Retreat to Romance, which has some wonderful things to help you get a little bit closer during the course of your stay. A special dinner and some other very nice things. Ask about the Retreat to Romance or visit CastleHillInn.com. Now, it's going to be great to visit and to be back there 
whether you uh, head for the dining room or whether you enjoy the lawn which is an alfresco restaurant, the epitome of classic New England, serving lunch and dinner from, well, Memorial Day right on through to Columbus Day. And uh, there's a Sunday jazz brunch, too. Now, you can choose from a Narragansett Bay shellfish sampler or native fluke ceviche, just to kind of start things off with. There is cheese. There is charcuterie. Now, uh... What do they do for cheese there in Rhode Island? Because they don't hold, they don't create a bunch of cheese. We do make some cheese here. We've got some very nice artisan cheese makers, not the least of whom is Narragansett Creamery that supplies the fresh mozzarella for the pizzas here at Dave's Market. But we have um, local burrata with roasted tomatoes and artichokes and olives and rustic bread on a very nice plate. There's also an antipasto plate with assorted meats and cheeses. And that's just a little bit of what is in store for snacks. Of course, Rhode Island calamari with the cherry pepper sauce, New England clam chowder with a bacon clam fritter, and uh, so, so much more, including a lobster roll. Another place for a lobster roll. Put it on the list. So we'll sample as much of it as uh, we have time for next weekend as we broadcast live in the Broadcast Bistro from Castle Hill Inn. You don't have to wait for me. Visit CastleHillInn.com. I am the food dude. We're here at Dave's Marketplace in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro. And you're dining out with Bruce Newberry. You know what time it is. It's the best time of the year, the sizzling season. Get that grill going. Get the cookout started. And in Southern New England cookouts mean gas bars, linguisa, and churis. Available at all major supermarkets. The Portuguese sausage that's been invited to the better cookouts for 95 years. Gas bars is great on the grill. Those lean cuts of quality meats, the authentic spices, made according to the same gas bars recipe for all of those years. It's just great on the grill. Slice the traditional sausage in half lengthwise. Get it going on a good hot grill. Or try the linguisa dogs or spicy churis. And don't even think of having a clam bake or clam boil without gas. Gaspars, Gaspars, the real Portuguese sausage. Invited to cookouts, clam bakes, clam boils, all around this area for longer than anybody can remember. Available at all major supermarkets. Gaspars for 95 years. It's the Portuguese sausage that the whole world can enjoy. Get sizzling this summer with Gaspars. Dave's Marketplace is all about the food. People who love to cook love to shop at Dave's Marketplace. People who don't love to cook love to shop at Dave's Marketplace. People who appreciate value and people who appreciate values like honesty and respect. Respect for local growers and local businesses, local providers of better food. Dave's is all about the food. If you ask anyone who shops at Dave's Marketplace, even someone who's just shopped at Dave's once, they'll tell you they expect a little more from their supermarket. But be honest, do you know anyone who's shopped at Dave's Marketplace only once? Dave's Marketplace. Better food, better service, better people. Everyone who shops at Dave's has a favorite helpful Dave's associate that they love to brag about. Locally owned and operated since 1969. And Dave's is more than just food with Les Isle Rose, Dave's floral basket and gift shop next to Dave's Marketplace East Greenwich store. 
For us parents, the end of the workday signals the beginning of our other full-time job, the care and feeding of our family. When everybody comes home and everybody's hungry, you can smile when you hear those three little words, what's for dinner? Because you know you've got Gaspar's on hand. Gaspar's Linguisa and Chudis, an easy and delicious meal starring your family's favorite. Gaspar's is just what you and your family need after your hard day. Made with lean cuts of quality meats and authentic natural spices, Gaspar's lends a special flavor to so many of your family's favorites. Spaghetti, chili, pizza, sandwiches, omelets, baked beans, soups, so much more. Gaspar's comes in slices, franks, cocktail bites, and the traditional sausage. And Gaspar's linguisa and churis are readily available at all major supermarkets. For all the flavor with less fat and calories, try Gaspar's turkey linguisa and churis. Gaspar's for over 95 years. It's the Portuguese sausage that the whole world can enjoy. Food dude. I'm Bobby Flay and I'm dining out with Bruce Newberry. James knew, James knew the oldest restaurant in Vermont. He had a, a, a resurgence. He made a valiant second effort and uh, emailed and uh, nailed it. So, yeah, we're talking about the oldest restaurant in each state. And uh, we're up to the oldest restaurant in Vermont. And it is the Dorset Inn. That's the one, according to foodwine.com let me uh, let me duck out here and n- not take any blame but I'm more than happy to take credit but yes the Dorset Inn in uh, beautiful downtown Dorset Vermont is that the one that was in the commercial years ago for what was it maple was it maple syrup uh, or um, forget what it was now some fine product of general foods or something anyway the dorset inn in a state as old as vermont one must allow for a bit of uncertainty when it comes to long ago history now there are so many inns you know the middlebury inn and the wayberry inn and this inn and that every town's got an inn so you certainly would have been in the arena to come up with one of those and then there's all of the restaurants that have stood the test of time or had stood the test of time they're no longer with us I guess they didn't stand the test of time but you know places like the dog team and Saudis and uh, even the Lindholm diner and and places like that so you know there are a lot of uh, a lot of places so interesting that our sense of history is well it's very personal i suppose it's individual but it says here in food and wine there tends to be some confusion regarding the lineage of the state's oldest inns taverns and restaurants this charming spot however appears to be able to lay claim to being the oldest continuously operating establishment in the state having served food to its guests since shortly after the revolutionary war Throughout its history, the hotel had been quite proud of its culinary offering, and today is no exception, with new American menus leading as heavily as possible on regional produce. The Dorset Inn on the Green Breakfast, Lunch, and Dinner, established 1796. So that's Vermont. So that just leaves little old Rhode Island. 
and we'll have that in just a few minutes for you. We're here in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro here at Dave's in Hoxie in Warwick, Rhode Island. And we continue our wine chat now with wine dude Alex Allen from Allen's Wine and Spirits. And in our last episode, Alex had just gotten through with a pro tip saying that the reason why Pinot Noir is so popular at so many wedding bars is that it stains neither dresses nor teeth. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and I think uh, the other cool thing about Pinot Noir is that um, you have product that, you know, from southern France is nice and light and sort of delicate. That's around $10, $12. And then as you get into parts of Burgundy, France, uh, you're, you're anywhere north of – $500 a bottle. Well, that's it. Yeah, particularly Volnay Romani uh, area in Burgundy. You're but you don't have to go to France to get those high-end wines. Tell the story of the high-end wine that you went and kind of uh, yeah. went on a went on a mission out yeah. there. We have a, a really great client in Newport. Obviously, we'll remain anonymous, but uh, a lot of private collectors give us uh, a, a shot at stocking their sellers. Uh, Pinot Noir is great. It'll age for 10, 15 years. Cab will be longer, but we recently were able to source uh, some very hard uh, Calera vineyard uh, Pinot Noir for this client, uh, 24 bottles, which is a very large amount for that vineyard. So we were able to deliver that uh, recently. So Wow. Where is Calera vineyard? Between uh, Napa and uh, Paso Robles. Gotcha. Yep. Yep. And there are, you know, you talk about value priced and, and the wines that come from there being a, a good value and so on. But that's not to say that you don't find the high end. I mean, just a little bit away from where you're talking talking about in the Santa Barbara area, you just go a little bit further up to Buellton and areas like that. And you've got a couple of wineries that uh, tend to be, uh, well, they get their price. Places like Jordan. Absolutely. Yeah. Jordan, uh, known for their cab, really, and their Chardonnay. We carry both of those. I think their 2010 vintage we had a few years ago was was like a 94 point or 95 point wine. It was yeah. fantastic. Um, Jordan's great. Uh, and anywhere, as you get further north, the kind of stakes are raised a little bit as you get closer and closer to uh, the San Francisco Bay Area uh, and up into uh, further north into Napa, then you're really talking big, big, uh, big, big dollar stuff. What's your impression now of that area? Because it was the Santa Barbara area was really poised to become kind of the next big area a few years ago. Do you think that that happened? I think there's definitely a trend down there. Um, whereas Napa and, and points north are very established, I think Santa Barbara is up and coming for sure. It'd be a great trip for someone that's getting into the industry getting into wine, uh, you're not going to have to spend a, a small fortune to really uh, pop around and try some great wines uh, at a fair price. Uh, so it's a great entry-level trip. Uh, and if you want to get more adventurous, just keep driving north. It, it, no question. Uh, and you know what? It's really not unlike our wine country here in Rhode Island because you go right along the shore there at Santa Barbara. There's little uh, seaside restaurants. There's even a place that has exceptional chowder. Absolutely. Yeah. So a uh, very coastal town. Uh, you know, it's one of those iconic Californian, uh, you know, very long pier. Yes. Very touristy in that way. Wide boulevards. Yeah, wide boulevards. People, you know, surfing at all times of the year. And it's it's, it's quite iconic and quite uh, quite nice to just take a trip. A little change of pace from the East Coast, you know. Sure. Uh, the East Coast is always hustle and bustle. That's it. These guys are on. And the- if you want a taste of uh, Santa Barbara, you can come here to Allen's Wine and Spirits. And what do you have on the shelf from Santa Barbara that you brought back with you? Figuratively uh, yeah, speaking. Figuratively, 
yeah, we have a few uh, Chardonnays and a couple of Pinot Noirs from that area uh, that um, you can come in and ask our staff just where you're looking to taste from. Uh, we can point you in the right direction. We just got a few uh, Chardonnays. We're Chardonnay heavy. Uh, Chardonnay is uh, is one of our uh, go-to varietals. Um, so we have some great Chardonnays in that area and the Central Coast. So that we have a, a ton of product to try. Fantastic. All here at Allen's Wine and Spirits with some great expertise. Glad you're back on this coast. Thanks, Bruce. <laughs> there you go. Hey, let's maybe give you a clue or maybe put up a little bit of a of a false something or other here as we await the oldest restaurant in Rhode Island. Evelyn's Drive-In in Tiverton is celebrating its 50th anniversary. And all of what you might expect, you know, your fish and chips and chowder and clam cakes and all that stuff. So, 50? Hmm. Not sure if that's going to be the oldest, but you never know. How about Angelo's? Angelo's Restaurant in Providence on Federal Hill, celebrating its 95th birthday this summer. And they've got a special menu to celebrate that. Well, we can't dine in the past. We really can't. Although you kind of do every time you go out and every time you you recreate a great recipe, you are dining in the past because it's all about those great memories. You want to have something that 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 equals a great occasion that you spent once upon a time. But you know what? You can't eat in the past. So let's find someplace new. Luke's Lobster which was started by a guy from Maine, but started in New York City, has opened a place in Portland, Maine. Luke's Lobster. Big restaurant, too. Now, this is interesting, where restaurants have shrunk over the years. I mean, these dining palaces, some of these places that we talk about that were historical in nature would seat two, three, four hundred people, and now you've got a place that seats literally eight people. (laughs) You know? Not Luke's, though. Luke's is going to seat 170 people on the Portland Pier, and uh, it will have your clam chowder and your bit and your lobster and crab and shrimp rolls. Now, if you are familiar with Luke's Lobster in New York City or Boston, not to mention Japan or Taiwan, they're kind of stand-up, sort of modern. You know, no one wants to get dressed up or sit down or anything like that. Well, this is a full-service restaurant, and it's the first Luke's Lobster full-service restaurant. So... Could, could it be the millennials or <laughs> maybe the millennials are getting old and they want to sit down. It could be nothing more complicated than that. Truth. So there you go. We'll have the oldest restaurant in Rhode Island in just a minute. It is a music summer at robertsmusicri.com. Keep playing. If you're a music student, don't lose what you built up during the year. And there are plenty of opportunities for you to play. There are camps. There are workshops. Come on, get involved. Keep playing and tune up with what you need. And the same thing if you are a professional musician or if you kind of got in your groove over the winter, the fall, the spring. Keep playing. So many opportunities. People want to hear your music. And tune up with what you need at Roberts. Read, sticks, strings, music, lessons. It's all there. RobertsMusicRI.com or Robert's Musical Instruments in the Quaker Valley Mall, the new expanded studio and music store. Hey, grab my podcast, if you would. 
I love for you to listen whenever you like. We put full episodes of Dining Out with Bruce Newberry. We put in-depth chats with Ted Carusis as well as other interesting personalities. It's all about the food dude. We had to call it something, so we call it the Bruce Newberry Food Dude Podcast. Find it wherever you download your podcasts. And it's brought to you by Gaspar's Linguiça and Churis, the Portuguese sausage that the whole world can enjoy. Panera, two words for you. Breakfast and lobster. Really? And summer corn chowder, too. And new cold brew coffee. And strawberry poppy seed salads. But the lobster. There's lobster rolls. There's lobster mac and cheese. It's all delivered. There are those great breakfast wraps. Have you tried one of those? And I mentioned the new cold brew coffee. And it can all be delivered. Check with your local Panera Bread Bakery Cafe to be sure on delivery. Visit PaneraBread.com. Panera Bread Bakery Cafe is owned and operated in Massachusetts, Rhode Island, and Connecticut by the Howley Bread Group. We're here in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro. You're dining out with Bruce Newberry. Right now, if you visit 15pointroad.com, that's 15pointroad.com, you're going to see a button that's going to put you in a summer mood. It says lunch menu coming soon. That means lunch on the deck. Well, the deck is open right now on a weather-dependent basis for dinner. So if it's a nice late afternoon, early evening, sit out there on the deck, have a drink. You can get a great lobster roll right now or maybe a caprese salad. That'll put you in a summer mood. Of course, the 15-point road menu is is traditional and strongly influenced by the local bounty. There are wonderful eclectic house specialties that you're going to enjoy. Why don't you spend your late afternoon, early evening with a Bartlett Pear pizza. Bartlett Pears, arugula, and a fig balsamic reduction. Fresh seafood, of course. Island Park in Portsmouth. The address is the same as the name. Reservations at 683-3138. Make sure you mention you heard Bruce Newberry talking about 15 Point Road. Rhode Island Kitchen and Bath will create a dream space you'll love. Award-winning designers will just flat out open your eyes. So make plans to come to an upcoming seminar. And if you'd like to expand your knowledge while getting inspired to change your space, attend the RIKB cooking workshops with instructor and master chef Walter Potenza. The next one is coming up in June. It's all about the sauce. Register today. Space is limited. RIKB.com. There are no bad weather days at Cobb all summer long and the weekend always starts on Wednesday. Don't spend your summer out on 195. The live jazz every Wednesday. What a great tradition. And now martini specials plus the bistro menu. Now that's available every night. Alfresco dining in the beautiful courtyard now through the summer and it's always perfect in the dining room. See? No bad days at Cobb ever. And every weekend the famous Cobb brunch. The one and only Cobb. C-A-V Make reservations on open table. We'll see you at beautiful Cobb. Hi, my name's Rick Sylvia. I'm the specialty food buyer here at Dave's Marketplace. Our job is to go out and find those healthy items for our customers. One of the largest growing trends is gluten-free items. So here at Dave's Marketplace, what we've done is we've gone out and found as many of those items as possible for our customers. They have to be gluten-free. One of the reasons I love Dave's is because you have so many things that I can eat. We've increased the uh, number of non-GMO items every week 
in our stores. The old saying goes, music is the food of love. If you're a music lover, Robert's Music R.I. is the place you should be. If you've rediscovered your music, if you're a professional, if you have a music student in your home, you and they will love Robert's Music. Instruments, rentals, repairs, supplies, lessons, 18 teachers specializing in the instruments they teach. Music educators rely on Robert's. So can you. Robert's Music R.I.com. Robert's Musical Instruments in the Quaker Valley Mall. Good day. I am Jacques Pepin, uh, here from uh, Connecticut, and I'm here dining out with the Bruce Newberry. Hey, if you're going to take advantage of uh, Vermont Day and the free admission of the state parks and all that, I know you'll want to head for Lake Elmore. And uh, one of the choices for the best of New England in Yankee Magazine was Fire Tower Pizza in Elmore. Did you know that the dough for the pizza at Fire Tower Pizza comes from Elmore Mountain Bread? Probably knew that. Cured meats and fresh veggies from Jupiter Farm right across the street. So there you go. Fire Tower Pizza in beautiful downtown Elmore. Well... Uh, we're here in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro, Dave's Marketplace in Hoxie in Warwick. Next weekend, uh, we're yours from the uh, Castle Hill Inn. I almost gave it away and said something else because we're about to tell you what the oldest restaurant in Rhode Island is. And again, it comes down to the measuring of one's words very carefully as we heard about from the Union Oyster House in in Boston in Massachusetts. Food and Wine says, while there is the question of what exactly the restaurant that calls itself America's oldest tavern was serving its guests since 1673, as you'd expect from something of this vintage, this place has only been under its name since 1730. But it has had many functions over time. The state legislature once met here. The place was run by a pirate. It housed troops during the Revolutionary War. It was a boarding house. It was a gas station. But in the mid-20th century, the Newport Preservation Society rallied. And today you can have beef wellington and house-made charcuterie and clams and calamari and in a colonial-centric series of rooms you know where I'm talking about, the White Horse Tavern. It's the oldest restaurant in Rhode Island, and it's America's oldest continuously operating tavern, as opposed to the Union Oyster House, which is America's oldest continually operating restaurant. So (laughs) you see how these things, one word can make all of the difference in the world. So I think you knew that going in, that we had uh, that we had that one was the oldest. Although it's interesting how history, as I say, history is a personal thing to a lot of people, and uh, it, it's an individual type of thing. So we certainly know our history around here, and we know our our great food. 
And as you know, someone that likes to talk about that as well as to cook it and serve it up to you is Ted Caruso's at the Blue Plate Diner. Whether you start with the warm jalapeno cheddar cornbread with the maple honey butter and the sweet habanero jam, Oh, you can have one of those before you dive into the kicked up pancakes, the trio of French toast, the classic waffle, my new favorite, the meat lover's pancake, three pancakes, chunks of sausage and bacon with maple butter. Oh, yeah. You're set for the day. There's Nutella French toast. All day brunch is the rule at the Blue Plate Diner. So that means your bennies and those breakfast skillets that can be enjoyed any time of the day and the entrees that are especially good, like the chicken and waffles. You have to wait till 11 o'clock for those, but they're so, so good. Or a breakfast burrito or a West Coast burrito. And your favorites, the sandwiches, the complete dinners, the grown-up milkshakes, the full bar everything waiting for you at the Blue Plate Diner seven days a week. So it's almost that time of the year when we start to say, you know, you could uh, have a hour or so vacation, maybe only a 30-minute vacation. 